Good evening. Welcome to the American Slime Show. This is your boy, Gabriel Francis Papette. And Perry. also... Stop that shit. No, no, no. Alex and also... Perry Alexander Thomas. Your boy here just turned 27. Not me. Perry. He's old. Super chapped. Assless chaps. It's a look. Chubbies. Bare bottoms. Five inch inseams. That's what it's all about. That's the lifestyle we represent. So there's something that kind of pisses me off right now in pop culture, and it's YouTubers. I guess technically we're like we're like you know the phobies. We're, we're podcasters, but like there's YouTubers, and it's just it it it's, it just highlights American culture. Hi, my name's Chad, and uh, this is my YouTube channel. And uh, go ahead and smash the subscribe button. Today we're gonna talk about Cheerios and. A- swimming pool and we're gonna make a video just slam just slam the subscribe button and like all our videos this is this is content but of course in america this stuff is like successful everybody loves it like kids like logan paul like pretty logan paul's videos like here's an example it's like it's like all right kids are gonna drive this lamborghini up an incline and then back it up slam the subscribe button slam it like it, buy I think, it. I think a lot of what made Logan Paul like famous, like what he started with, was Vine. He used to make a lot of videos in the beginning, and Vine was the shit back in the day until fuck ass Instagram bought them out, and now there's no more Vine. Yeah, I don't know why they bought them out and then got rid of it because Vine was actually Vine was cool. Like I used to enjoy watching Vine videos and like Vine compilations, like a lot. And we all know who the king of Vine is, Mister Nick Coletti. That's so dude. <laughs> I think that uh, Vine is definitely a lot more entertaining than TikTok. TikTok just like when I think of TikTok, I just think of like a twelve or fourteen year old like high school girl, sixteen year old girls just making little videos of them dancing around, just drama. Just I've seen a few funny TikToks, but for the most part, it's just uh, I maybe that's my. That's my fault. I feel just out of touch with it. Am I old? or Do you feel out of touch with TikTok? Motherfucker, I'm the one that's old. <laughs> I just turned damn 27. <laughs> and if I must go Shut up. and die at 27. Another day. But, so, I feel like the difference between TikTok and Vine is that people get on TikTok. No, sorry. People get on Vine just to, like, fuck around. They make, like, just serious fuck around videos. Whereas... Maybe not the majority, but a majority of uh, people that use TikTok want to use TikTok as, like, a medium to get famous off of, you know? Yeah, I this one guy I knew, he shared a TikTok video, and, like, it was just out of the blue, and then he got 587,000 hits on it in one week, and now he's, like, monetizing his TikTok, and, like, he has, like, 50,000 followers, and his videos are just, it's just, the, the country is dissolving. Like, watch as I do this little thing with my hips and do it to the song that came out in 1995. And it's funny and it's cute and it's 12 seconds long. That was like 10 years before any of them were born. Yeah, that's the weird part. Like, when there's people... You talk to, like, a teenager now, and they're like, oh, yeah, I was born in 2004. I was like, bitch, LSU won the national title in 2004. Like, it, it's just, 
it's an oddity. It's a, it's a weird. We can only egregiously assume that people are just getting stupider now. Like that TikTok. Like TikTok. TikTok is such a step down from Vine. It, it really is. And maybe I'm biased, but no, I agree. It, it it's. I don't think anybody would argue that. So I I reactivated uh, Hinge recently, and uh, I was actually so. I I messaged this one chick. It was it was kind of aggressive. Like I was like it, it, I I shouldn't have sent what I sent. It was like a little bit like too flirty. It, it was just kind of like it was very Chad and Bradish of me to send, and I kind of like I I kind of resented myself quickly afterwards. Are you able to tell us what you sent her, or is it not suitable for words? It's not suitable for words. It, it was inappropriate. It, it was. It, it, what's funny is that she responded positively to it. She liked it. Like it was it was cool, um, but. After, after I sent it, I kind of like cut – I was like, you know what? I got to cut myself some slack. We'd all be tripping and lying to ourselves if we believed that this quarantine made us any less hornier. Yeah, that's such a fucking lie because you see all these memes that people post up. You're like, oh, this is me when I see my girlfriend when I come out of quarantine. And it's like that video of you look inside of like a fucking shampoo bottle and it's full of like dripping like lotion <laughs> representing something other than lotion. That fucking nut boy. <laughs> no, it's just, it's, there's not a lot going on. And when you turn on the news, it's just like, just a bunch of ridiculous stuff like, oh, COVID-19 can live in your ass for up to 15 years. Like the media is just, they're really dropping the ball on this. And it, it, like, you turn on the news and it's just like New York's crumbling, Brazil's falling apart, everything is on fire. Uh, Fauci's gonna solve the bro- the day. Kumo, what's his face? The, the Italian guy from New York. He's like saying that he had COVID, and his like he, he's talking. You listen to this guy talk about COVID, and it's the most like inarticulate verbiage I've ever heard about a disease. Like he, he's like trying to act like a doctor. He's like, you just have to will it to defeat it. I focused and told myself, breathe in. Breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. But like, this is what the country has come to. Like, hinge, TikTok, and poor media. It's like nobody asked the media in the Hollywoods, like, man, we should remake Twilight but with fat vampires. Nobody wants to see that shit. Right now, if you want to have a good life, if you want to have a good life, you need to make friends with somebody that has a boat. Like, you need to just make friends with somebody that has a boat it doesn't matter like they're it, it, we all have that friend where on their story it's just loaded with them with their friends on boats and they are the happiest people they are conceivably the happiest people in the world right now yeah definitely it's it, it you can't tell people to social distance if they have a boat on the boat they can do whatever they want they can take it out to water and they can be like oh they're stereotypical six feet away from somebody else but they're on a boat granted flip side of that their one boat can have like eight people on it and at that point the whole like social distancing COVID prevention is totally defeated at that point like but that's not well yeah we do think about that like oh like that's not social distancing but we're just hating on them because they're having such a good time while we're just fucking stuck in quarantine or lack thereof whatever but you know it is what it is fuck them see all I think about is 150 
horsepower, me and the wind. Just like got my chubbies on, some silver bullets and a cooler, just coasting along that glassy looking water, and you just you just you just zoom in. The wind's flowing through your hair. You got your favorite pair of sunglasses on. You got your friends. You got your hot friends. No ugly friends allowed. None. No ugly friends. Uh, I think having the one ugly friend is a like necessary crush. Yeah, you, you're right. That was very shallow of me. Let me rescind that statement. You got to have that. Everybody has that one friend that's really ugly, but they're the funniest person you know. Busted. And if they're not funny, then why do you keep them around? It, it, it's true. It's like the people that you know that are just like ugly have that that are like your best friends. They have the best personality ever uh, and they're super they're my, funny they're my day ones and i keep them around because they make me feel good i'm like yeah they make you feel good because you know you're so much better than them in any way shape possible like they're again i said earlier crutch it's a crutch to make you feel better <clears throat> it's fucked up one of my so one of my best friends not the most attractive dude but he's also one of the funniest guys of he's the funniest and most entertaining person i've ever met ever he sold boat insurance for one of his jobs and I remember he, like, just picture a dude sitting in a cute, like, hundreds of cubicles, and people call him. It, there's just one story they told. It's just, you can't make this stuff up. Like, he, he, he's done the most ridiculous odd jobs. Selling boat insurance, this guy calls and is like, I'm about to slam into the rocks. And my buddy's just like, what? He's like, I'm about to slam into the fucking rocks. And he's like, I... Where are you? And that person is like, I'm off the coast of Long Island, New York. I'm about to slam it to some rocks. I need some boat insurance. And my friend was like, I think you need to call the Coast Guard. And he started crying. Like, that that's the type of friend that you want around. People that have, like, real life experience. Nobody wants to, like, nobody wants that person that's, like, they're visibly well polished. But, like, they're like, oh, man, I was, you know, busted on my ass quote-unquote, subsidized by family wealth. And, you know, I just somehow knew the right person. Their dad's do- a doctor and they're friends with, like, the owner of the business. And and it just it just led for me to get a good foot through the door. Has a really good golf game. Like, that... Unfortunately, that's how, like, America is. You know, life's unfair. It just it is how it is. A lot of stuff is, like, you know, it's based off the people you know. But there's nothing better than just like being successful just based off of how hard you work and because of the connections you've made. Like you you can – there's always going to be those people that just get spoon-fed like a great job that pays really well. Even if they're not that good at what they do. Like if – you know, their parents or whatever like that. Usually everybody kind of resents them anyways. They have to face that. I would say that like me personally, I've kind of like – you know, growing up in a military family, I've kind of always had to to like – work up my own reputation, work really hard. And I would say that's been, that's worked for me throughout my life, but I've never, I've never just had that thing to fall on and be like, yeah, man, if the army doesn't work, I can just like, you know, go work for my mom and pop. Yeah, man, if the army doesn't work, I could just like go, you know, make a gazillion bucks for some engineering corporation that my family owns. You got that old money. Yeah, there's some people that just have that old money. And it, you see it a lot in, like, Savannah, Charleston, uh, like, southern cities where they're, like, they're cities that were founded. Okay, southeastern 
United States, older cities, there's just families that are kind of like dynastic in a way, and they just have a ton of money. And like, they've lived in the same city for a long time, they own the million dollar house, yada, yada, yada. And uh, I've never, I've only been friends with those types of people a couple of times. And sometimes they're really nice. It'd be be unfair to just say like, they, they suck in general. But it's kind of like it's kind of like that show, The Outer Banks, where there's some people that have and there's some people that have not. Like even when growing up in Florida or living in Florida, living in Virginia, wherever I've lived, there's always been the people that have. There's always been the people that have not, and it's not necessarily based off of like. So for some people, like they just don't have a work ethic. They're like their dad's addicted to crack. Like he's doing blow all the time. So that makes sense. It's lit. It's too lit. It's that's not. That's not, like, that's not good. But it'd be like a, they don't want to overgeneralize and say that people are uh, not good just because they come from wealth, I guess. Like, somebody that, that, somebody that, like, comes from wealth doesn't mean that they're not a hard worker. They just have connections that allow them to get perceivably hard work done, but they're still going to be making a lot of money. Yeah. Because they have, like, that monetary connection with other people through their parents or, like, some source of rich friend. Who knows? Yeah, I never... I do want to, like, I would love to work for a company one day where you could just, like, play golf every Friday. I really just need to play more golf. It is the most stress-free thing ever where you just think about the game. And, and if I was making business deals on a golf course, that would be so much more fun. Speaking of golf, that uh, game that happened recently, uh, Mickelson, Brady versus Woods and Manning, like it was, it was just a fun like pickup game that they did whatever. But I don't think America understands how pivotal that game was. That now tells us that sports are making a comeback. No, it does. Because I remember I opened up my ESPN app to like follow this this game. And I sat there and I recalled that this is my first time opening up my ESPN app in like three months. Whereas like that used to be one of my most like frequently used app back in the day. And it, 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 it was a very good feeling in that moment knowing that, hey, like sports are back. Even if it's just like golf, which I get it. Golf isn't like a lot of people's cup of tea. Just oh, it is. It's just like you sit. I mean, it is, but it's also yeah. not. Like it's, you know, it, it took... It, I'd, I'd definitely say that I enjoy playing golf a lot more than I do watch people, other people play golf. You know what I'm saying? I love – so, like, I'm, I'm biased. I grew up on a golf course. My best friend growing up is a pro golfer. I had multiple friends that played college golf. I was planning on playing college golf, um, but I hurt my shoulder. I, I, I've just been around golf. I love golf. I love watching golf. Watched golf every weekend growing up with my grandfather, my dad, my brothers. Um, I would watch it all the time, and I think that like that it, it's it's a great sport for the it's a great sport for being outside for a long time, and I think that that's something that like America's losing, and so to see sports coming back is a beautiful thing because like you never realize how much sports impact society because obviously there's the monetary standpoint it's just like you know the whenever there's a 
big bowl game or something and let's say Virginia Tech for example whatever like all the hotels bars everything's filled up in that town for the entire weekend not only that people are outside and socializing and that's what like that's what America is all about that's what like life is about sports bring people together bring like that that's what that's part of like what we're designed to enjoy and seeing golf kind of like spearhead the way back is like super cool for me uh because like honestly i didn't really care who won the match or not but um seeing it come back because because if you think about it right now nobody's thinking like we would technically be in like the nba like we'd be in the nba playoffs right now or or you know like we'd be knee deep in baseball season right now um pro baseball which pro baseball games are so much fun like I don't like watching baseball on like on TV, but like nobody can tell me they've been to like a Washington Nationals game and didn't have like the time of their life, time of your life. Sp- that is what sports is to us. I've only been to one uh, MLB game, and it was just it was two teams. I think it was like the Cards versus uh, the, the the Giants. And nice like, and. A, like, I didn't really care about either one of these teams, but just being able to be in that atmosphere, like, you miss it a lot when it's taken away from you. Like, in in these environments, like, this atmosphere of COVID, um, and yeah, you said a second ago, like, we would be, like, look, we'd probably be uh, choosing teams right now that would go play in, like, the College World Series. Like, it's weird to think about what what we're like where we would be right now with sports which is just kind of like the continuum that we used to be following and now that's kind of like a, a like a hiatus like we're losing our fucking shit man i'm losing my mind no i i'm losing my mind too but here's like the beauty of everything everybody that's lived through this virus when sports does come back people are going to appreciate everything like everything's gonna be it's gonna be an eruption of just joy and happiness like when sports are back in full swing and people are together and having fun again and and they're they're having parties again and they're socializing again when that happens it's like our generation is going to be forever grateful and won't take that we won't take it again for granted what we had and it's going to be a super cool thing to see. People if people are going to party harder when things are back cuz they're going to be like this isn't, you know, this isn't like a permanent thing. Like we we're going to have some fun. We're going to watch the game. We're going to pay big money to go see this sports event even though like, you know, it, it might hurt your wallet a little bit, but like, you know, we, sports they're sports aren't invincible either. Clearly, since it's uh, being affected by coronavirus Fuck yeah. COVID. What a bitch. Well, uh, I mean, people, like, I'm starting to see, uh, like, bars and restaurants that are starting to reopen slowly. And, yeah, when I see this on other people's, like, timelines and social media and stuff, I, like, I get a little bit of FOMO. But I'm also happy at the same time knowing that even though we're stuck here in Poland, that things are turning back to normal somewhat soon in uh, the United States. Now, with that said... There's a large, like, discussion being had about, like, oh, like, the second wave of corona. My, I mean, yeah, precautions should still be taken, but at the same time, I, I kind of have a mentality of, like, we'll get there when we get there. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. 
like there's there's been a lot of speculation as far as like the numbers go with uh corona reporting like an example would be if one like a a, a reported case of corona of a death by corona could have been someone that like had corona but died of like heart uh, heart disease something that is un like an unrelated symptom of coronavirus if they if they are to die from reasons other than corona but they had coronavirus at the time that's chalked up as a death by coronavirus so i don't know if there's gonna be a change to that for the second wave i'm assuming there's probably not but i think the the there's been enough of an economic impact on our country after this first wave that I can't see the second wave being any more stringent with their policies and rules. You know what I'm saying? I do. I I do think things are going to get better. Um, unfortunately, like, not as quickly as we'd hope. It's already been a slow process. Like, some people thought it was an eight-week problem. We're, like, well beyond like stuff started what shutting down like early march when we were in greece yeah so like it's it it's just a slower it's a slow process and for us that's really hard because we're used to instant gratification and being being away being in in poland has been kind of like it's almost been a good thing because it, it it's true we're not we're not experiencing as much FOMO because people back home aren't really doing anything either. We're still working really hard, but it's not as quite a it's not quite as it's not as quite a, of a blow to know that people are quarantined. We're quarantined, um, but at the bottom bottom line. We just really hope that everybody stays healthy out there. Um, especially, you know, like we have parents that are older. Most people around our age, their parents are older in their 50s, 60s, 70s. So it can be a little bit, it can be a little bit scary. So, you know, you just have to trust what's going on and hope that they are safe and taking precautions. I think being young, we don't, being younger, we kind of think we're invincible and we kind of, want to hop right back into the fun as soon as possible which hell yeah i really want to go to the beach right when i get back um but even then i'll probably still avoid huge huge crowds um until i know that things are you know for sure winding down um because i i wouldn't want something i did to hurt somebody else unintentionally um typically don't want to hurt anybody intentionally anyways but why would you want to hurt someone intentionally? Uh, I mean, if we were playing sports and I was getting competitive, stiff arm them in the face. I was thinking more along the lines of like if you're in combat and Hodge just shooting at you. No. <laughs> yeah, those are those are two two different scenarios for the same situation. Yeah, I will say like I'm really starting to miss the food, um, Chick Fil A, like Chipotle. Five Guys, Wayback Burger, Lanopolera, Lanopolera. Like every everybody knows of that one Mexican restaurant with unlimited chips and salsa. It's always a different name. It's if it's like, it's always a different name. But everybody has one of those in their town, and it's just amazing. I think also like we miss those uh, those uh, like sequence of events that we used to do. 
like remember back in the day in, I say back in the day like it was a long time ago it's less than a year ago but like in Savannah we would go to Tybee Island and then almost every time after Tybee Island we go to Lanopolera like you always have that one place that you go to after doing a particular event you know you never just you never just draw the line at this one thing that you do for example like if you're going to go out bar hopping like we go out to the bars we never just go to social and stay there the whole night but like mm-hmm. no let's go to like the rail or hey let's go to uh fuck I, I'm, I'm like let's go to vice i'm starting to like lose the name of these, of these it's gonna be so weird so like in savannah it's a huge bar culture there the, honestly the best bar scene i've ever been to and i've been to a lot of bars in a lot of cities savannah is just a phenomenal time phenomenal charleston's great too and what you'll see though is like when we, we we had gotten so used to going to the same bars that it almost became boring for us but when we get back it's gonna be super fun because you're gonna know I have a new one. how's it going sir <laughs>